The NFL season is over, but dynasty season has just begun. And on today's episode of the Regression to the Beam podcast, we have our three priority February sells heading into dynasty startup drafts in the coming months. I am your host, Sean Moran, and I am joined by my co-hosts, good friends, and knowers of ball, Aiden Holler and Keegan Thompson. Keegan, how we living, man? Good. We're good. Um, for the people who are checking out this video, if you haven't already, make sure you go check out the buys episode two. Don't miss out. Um, just want to give a quick shout out to that. Uh, but yeah, I'm good. Just happy to talk some football. It feels like we haven't talked for a while. I mean, we have because we've uh, conversed about the Super Bowl um, and talked about that, but it feels like we haven't potted in a while. So it's good to, good to be back. What's the Super Bowl? What's that? <laughs> Don't ask me and Aiden. What's that? Oh, I had a blast. Me and Keegan were tossing back some Mexican lagers, just absolutely hanging, just stress-free. I, I Euroed a stranger or two in the bar. Um, I'm doing well, though. Um, yeah, as Keegan mentioned, go check out our buys. Go go see what we're doing. ADP is all over the place. We are we are in the true heart of the offseason now. And now we've got some sales, too. It, it, is not, it is not all sunflowers. It is not all sunflowers, indeed. Uh, today's episode is a follow-up to our January buys and sells series where Aiden and I talk through some of our favorite players we wanted to acquire, some of our favorite players that we're looking to trade or fade. Um, that was immediately following the 2023 regular fantasy season. If you haven't watched those videos yet, go ahead, check them out. They are in our podcast feed on our YouTube channel. A lot of it is still super relevant, so we recommend you go check those out. But we are back again today with another round of buys and sells. One, because Keegan wasn't on him, so we need Keegan's takes. It's not RTM <laughs> without Keegan. Uh, and two, Sleeper's Dynasty ADP is is changing like every day. I feel like it's getting a little bit stickier as we get closer to May, June, as these Dynasty startups start to solidify. And I feel like it's a really important time to take a pause, take a look at the fantasy market, and get a better understanding of how we can appropriately value some of these most important fantasy assets. So we thought it'd be a lot of fun if we got on here talked about some of our biggest fades at startup ADPs, argue about them. It's going to be a great time. But before we dive in, if you are part of the 70% of people who are watching this video and have not yet subscribed, go ahead, hit the subscribe button it is the number one way that you can support us in this podcast. So if you like this content, you haven't subscribed yet, go ahead. You know what to do. We appreciate you. Secondly, we want to thank all of the mean team for helping us get to 1000 subscribers last week. We make this content as a passion project, and we just really can't thank you enough for giving us this platform to talk ball and hang out with all of you. You guys are the best. So thank you. It was a really big deal to get over 1K, and uh, we, we were pretty juiced. We were pretty juiced in our group chat. I'm not going to lie. All right, boys. We ready to dive in? Let's do this thing. All right, Keegan. We're giving you the reins first. Who Ooh, are wow. you selling at ADP? This is good. Of course, I'm going to go first because I am 100% sure this will be the most controversial sell on this episode because um, I am about to tell you why you should sell the RB7 in Sleeper ADP and the RB6 on Keep Trade Cut. Today, the man behind the mask is Karen Williams. Let's go. Gimme, gimme. Gimme, gimme. Sell him to me. Yeah. I want him. I, I want all of him. I get it. Um, why would you sell one of the best running backs from 2023? Like running backs are so far and few in between that actually contribute the way that Kyron Williams does 21.7 points per game, only behind CMC. 
the guy was electric, but there is going to be, or there will not ever be a better time to sell a player like Karen Williams, a player who has, who is still young, but he's not super young. He's also not ever, I think, going to be more valuable than Brees, uh, Jameer Gibbs, Bijan, like running backs in that territory. His value on keep trade cut is actually right about the highest it's ever been. It's a little bit lower than his peak, but he's stayed consistently pretty high through the offseason. Um, his positional value at RB6 is the highest it actually has ever been on keep trade cut. Um, but let's talk about a couple of reasons why I think outside of it just being him insane value right now. No more Zach Robinson. The departure of Zach Robinson will definitely hurt and their offense will change. We do know that Sean McVay has a history of having a workhorse running back. He did it with Todd Gurley, but then there was a couple of years we didn't really have one. Is it because of situation? Is it because of player talent on his team? We're not really sure. If you look at Kieran and his success, he had the whole role to himself because there wasn't a lot of competition. I'm not trying to knock him for his talent. I think it's a mix of him having a great opportunity, seizing it, playing well, but also there not being a consistent amount of competition to even take him off the field. Like They weren't even trying to work other running backs in this year. Also, he ran pretty hot in 2023. Only six running backs reached 100 carries and scored on a higher percentage of their touches than his. He was scoring at 5.8% of his touches, which is insane. He's also tied for fifth in rushing touchdowns while just ranking 13th in carries. And on the receiving side of it, he was tied for ninth in receiving touchdowns on the 28th most receptions. So there is touchdown regression to come. I love the player. I actually talked about how much I liked him in our Dynasty rankings for running back videos. So make sure you go watch that if you haven't seen it yet. But this is all about selling high, high, high. Selling a running back like Karen Williams right now could get you a boatload of players. It could get you a player, if you haven't watched the buy episode, that I mentioned in my buys in Drake London. Those two players are priced similarly around each other. You could go ahead and flip Kyron after his amazing season for Drake London. And maybe somebody loves Kieran so much, you can get Drake and plus a supplemental running back. Um, you could all easily, in my mind, get a mid-2024 first for Kieran Williams. Like The value around him is absolutely insane right now. And to me, this is a perfect time to sell high. There's no guarantee that he repeats his season from last year. There's also no guarantee that he doesn't. But running backs, as we know, are extremely volatile. There are very few who are consistent year in and year out, especially running backs that kind of seem to come out of nowhere, like Kyron. Like You could be having another year of amazing production from him, but will it be as good as last year? I'm not sure he could ever replicate that season on a points-per-game basis, so why not sell now when he's at its peak? Like, Don't be holding the Kyron stock to the point where your returns are a second or a third or some far less players, oh, you know, on. like, come well, on. if you wait a year, oh, you can on. say, like, oh, come on, you want, but if you could wait a year. And would you say Kieran's going to be worth a mid 2024 first again, especially yes. with the running backs that are going to come into the class next year. Yes. You don't know that. That's what I'm saying. You, you have no idea that he'll play as well as he did this year. And like I mentioned, he did run really, really hot. So if you were going to sell him, I would say now, because there's, there's no injury scare. There's no reports on camp usage. Like there's nothing but positive vibes around him. So why not sell him now when you can? Because he's the next Austin Eckler. That's why you don't trade him. Whoa. That's why. His just profile a, is super just similar. A guaranteed to Austin Eckler. He's the next Austin Eckler. Last just season. Not so, at all. Okay. Stealing signals from Rotoviz, right? It's uh, Sean Siegel does this amazing tool. And he essentially has this thing called high value touches. These are green zone touches. So touches within the 10 yard line 
plus receptions. So touchdown potential and pass catching upside are the keys to RB upside and PPR. This is the note on their website. In 2023, the percentage of teams high value touches, Kieran Williams had an 86%. He had 86% of his team's high value touches, and he only played in like, what, 12 games because of a high ankle sprain? The yeah, only person he was behind was Christian McCaffrey. And you look at the list, Christian McCaffrey, Kyron Williams, Austin Eckler, Rashad White, Alvin Kamara, Joe Mixon. You look at 2022, we have, if you look at the people who are on this list, it's Christian McCaffrey, Austin Eckler, Alvin Kamara, Joe Mixon, James Conner. You look at 2021, it's a pretty similar thing. You, you see Austin Eckler, Alvin Kamara, Christian McCaffrey. You see a lot of people that seem to go on this list year over year. He has the continuity of being a year three back under Sean McVay in an offense where they want to pound on the rock. And he just is the engine of that offense. When they didn't have him in the lineup, they struggled to move the ball and win games. And when he was in the lineup, their offense was dynamite and they won games. Like I think Kyron Williams is beyond just a fantasy asset. This guy's legit a really good football player. Sure, you could sell him at a potential high. I get that. But I think at his current age, his profile, his ability to catch passes and finish in the red zone, I think his value could go up. I wouldn't be shocked at the end of next season if he's like redraft RB1 based off his usage. I mean, Austin Eckler got there. Austin Eckler got there. You look at me, I'm crazy. Austin Eckler was a nobody. Austin Eckler was a nobody back when he came The problem with that argument, though, is to say that he could be the RB1 in, in redraft, whatever, but... You're expecting his dynasty value to surpass Bijan, Gibbs, Brees, CMC while he's still really good, and Jonathan Taylor. Those are the five running backs that are ahead of Karen Williams on keep trade cut and valued by millions of dynasty players right now. I don't believe in my mind that he could ever surpass those guys. Maybe he'll surpass Christian McCaffrey with another year of high production and Christian McCaffrey gets another age year, but how does he pass JT, Brees, Bijan, and Gibbs right now in value? So if I know that, and he'll never be higher than that, and the only way is down, why not sell him when he's so up? That's kind of my mentality. I don't think the only way is down, though, because CMC will age out. He's a year younger than Jonathan Taylor. Like he, he, There is a way where he gets into the top five here over the next year. Really, you can't. I mean, everything would have to go perfect. Everything would have to go perfect for that to happen. That's why I'm saying the freaking ground, man. He is a walking injury log. Like, no, I, I can't count him back more than ten games. No, he's different. All running backs are, man. Okay, okay. Let's reel it. Let's reel it in here, guys. Let's (laughs) let's reel it in because I I want to go back to the point that remember this is this is dynasty, right? You're trying to recoup value when you can for the future. Yes, like if he's going to be good for another year, that's great. But even if he was good, he averaged 21 points a game this year. To do that again would be insane. And if he drops even a little bit in production, his dynasty value will also drop. They would be so hard for me. Like he would have to finish as the RB1 and be the best RB in fantasy for his value to go up even just a little bit in dynasty. It's all about the dynasty value here. I get it. He'll probably be good for another year. We talked about it. I ranked him very highly. So to me, that's a perfect time to sell. I will say, and I agree the dynasty argument, but you you said that 21-point threshold. Only five running backs have cleared that over the past three years. Those running backs are JT, Austin Eckler, Christian McCaffrey, and Kyron Williams. There are only five running back seasons, and it was only four of them. Like that's a pretty big list to be a part of and great list to be a part of. 
Yeah, and he but didn't it's a, do it that, with that, unsustainable receiver production either. So it's like but that helps my argument. You're saying it's actually so difficult that the instances only happen a couple times. That's that's my argument. It won't happen again like that. But CMC Eckler, they've repeated that multiple times. So what I'm saying is he might just be in that mold, and we don't know that yet. So that's why I think it's just an agree to disagree here. I think that it, if you get like a high end first round pick, for it's a disagree Williams, to disagree. I guess like, whatever. I mean, whatever. Universe is one. We win. Oh, okay. All right. All right. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> All right. No, I'm You're... kidding. No, I'm okay. Kidding. That's I will my say, case. The season he had in year two is very indicative that he can continue that success just from a historical precedent. He could. He definitely could. All right. Who are you selling, Aiden? Um, I battled with this one too. Um, so this is a guy that I actually like as like a football player, but at cost. Um, I'm just, I'm just confused at cost and it is, and it's T Higgins. Um, mm. this is a guy that I've been looking at this week and it's just, <laughs> he's just a little too expensive right now for my liking, given all that we know about T Higgins. Um, and there's a couple things to like the guy's 25 years old. Um, that's great. Very young currently on sleep Brady P he's the wide receiver 19, which is about 47 overall. I'll keep trade Cuddy's a little farther down at wide receiver 21. A lot of reports are indicating he might be stuck as the second fiddle in Cincinnati next to Jamar Chase. And with the healthy Joe Burrow, sure, you could argue that's fine. He's probably still going to see 100 targets. But even if he was moved to, like, there's no guarantee that he's about to, you know, bolt up into this bona fide wide receiver one. Um, you know, maybe the wide receiver two is just what T. Higgins is, and that's just what we have to deal with. I think he's just too expensive is my biggest thing. Like I'd like him probably closer to like wide receiver 25 or 30. A couple of guys around him that I would absolutely prefer ahead of him are Tank Dells at wide receiver 19. Uh, keep trade cut. Zay Flowers is just behind T at wide receiver 22. DK is at wide receiver 23. We're talking guys that are younger, you know, wide receiver ones and DK and Zay. Um, it's really priced for me. Um, I like T Higgins. I really like him as a football player, but I think currently right now where he's priced in terms of dynasty, it's, it's a bit rich for me. Um, I know Sean hates him too. So I, I think I might have him on my side here, but curious, I, I don't hate how him. are you guys I, approaching T Higgins right now? I, he's just like a, a wide receiver too. If he stays with the Bengals, like we, you know what you're going to get. Um, He'll have some really big weeks. He he was awesome in that in that game. I think when Jamar Chase got hurt, he had an incredible touchdown. T T's a great talent. I'd love to see him be the wide receiver one somewhere. If he's not, he's just gonna be kind of week in and week out, inconsistent and frustrating, and stealing targets yep. from Jamar Chase. In my in my opinion, it would be cool if we let him play somewhere else. But um, I feel like his brand is really strong, and his production hasn't matched necessarily his brand or his skill, if that makes sense. Yeah, he's just too expensive. Um, you know, fun football player to watch, but it just you can get like a younger wide receiver one on on their respective rosters. Um it just yeah, that the the price is is confusing a bit to me. Um like like you could potentially get like a late one, um early two, kind of depending on who's in your league. Maybe you're packaging, you know, someone else plus a pick. Um, I don't know. I think it's just too high for me right now. Would you rather have Rishi Rice or T Higgins? Oh, Rishi Rice. 
Would you rather have T. Higgins or Calvin Ridley? T. Higgins. T. Higgins. Would you rather have Jordan Addison or T. Higgins? T. Higgins, same situation. T. Higgins. Zay Flowers. Zay Flowers or T. Higgins? Zay Flowers. Zay Flowers. He's just a little too expensive. It's nothing wrong with it. I really like T. Higgins, but yeah, it's just he's a little high right now for my liking. I've got a great one. Would you rather have T. Higgins or Debo Samuel? Debo. Probably Debo, I think. And T is, yeah. I think. And I'm selling T Debo, is, too. I'm selling oh, Debo, too. T's only 25 years old? He's young. Oh, yeah, he's wow. Young. That changes the calculus a little bit. Um, Him and DK Metcalf being right next to each other right now at Keep Trade Cut is kind of poetic. That feels like very, like very right It just feels like DK other. is such a no-brainer there, like in terms of who I'd rather have. I want, like, the alpha and the offense. Versus, you know, number two, it's it, it it feels really simple. They're like the same age, and it's just like I don't know why you'd rather have T Higgins over DK. It doesn't make sense to me. I'd rather have Michael Pittman over T Higgins too. Yeah, I T Higgins is a weird yeah. spot. Dude, Michael Pittman just caught what a hundred plus passes. Yeah, is the one oh, in dude. that offense. Yeah, dude, yeah. hell yeah, that's ten out of ten for me. I we're all down on T. This is awesome. This is great. Yeah, this is becoming. I'm not, I'm not that down, but. <laughs> Yeah, you're welcoming us with flyers and balloons. Right? <laughs> yeah, welcome to the fuck Zach Taylor quote. I think I'm kind of in now on, on him a little bit more in Dynasty because he's 25 years old, and I think if he does become the wide receiver one in an offense, I'd be I'd be intrigued. My spidey sense. Just say it. Up. Just say it. Carolina. Send him. <laughs> I was like, to just, Carolina. Like, just get it out, dude. Just get him get it in out. Dave Canellis's offense. <laughs> oh. Let him play the Mike Evans role. Mike and we're cooking, baby. <laughs> We are cooking with gas. Get T on that team. His his fantasy value would you think it would plummet if he became the wide receiver one on a bad team or would go up? Oh. Yeah. Would I rather well. have Joe Burrow throw him the football eight times a game or would I rather have a twelve year old <laughs> throw him the football fifteen times a game? <laughs> oh man. He will get That's more consistent volume. He would get more consistent volume there, which definitely helps his value. I don't know. If, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I'm a big believer in Dave Canales. He he made Rashad White my my sweet prince. So I we'll, do like we'll, Mr. Canales. Yeah, we'll we'll stay at Dave Canales. Um, last sell of the day here. This one I think is, it's a bit controversial to football nerds, especially football nerds that love ranking quarterbacks out of the context of their offense based off the fact that they can layer a ball. 30 yards down the sideline in between two defenders because the only thing that matters in the NFL is arm talent. I'm not a 49er fan or a Brock Purdy fan, by the way, um, but uh, I'm not salty at the quarterback rankings from Stephen Ruiz and Derek Klassen otherwise, but this is a fan he's favorite. A, he's a broken of, man. Of quarterback rankings, and that is none other than the quarterback of the Jacksonville Jaguars, Trevor Lawrence, whose current sleeper Superflex ADP is 14, and he is currently the QB 10 on keep trade cut. So, I'm going to start things off with two caveats here with Trevor Lawrence. I think Trevor Lawrence is immensely talented. Two, I was touting him as a dark horse for leading the NFL in passing last season. And after the dud he put up in year three, which was supposed to be his big year three breakout, it's kind of hard for me to justify taking him ahead of Brees Hall, Jameer Gibbs, A.J. Brown, Kyler Murray, and even Dak Prescott. Like, I I can't even get there with, with those guys. And... I get it. You can make all the excuses in the world with Trevor. He was banged up last year, super injured. 
I get the Christian Hurt got hurt last year, which really sunk their offense. He didn't really mesh with Calvin Ridley coming off that suspension. His O-line was banged up and terrible. And for whatever explicable reason, Doug Peterson gave up play calling. He, he let Press Taylor be the OC. I have no idea why Doug gave up play calling after just having a master class of 2022 to end the season. But with all of that taken into context, are we sure that Trevor Lawrence is going to be a killer fantasy quarterback? Not a good quarterback, but are we sure he's going to be a good fantasy quarterback at some point? I don't know. The The decision-making is is a problem with him. It's it's be, it's becoming a huge issue. Um, In the red just, zone, too. He just throws. turns over the ball way too much via fumbles and INTs. And it's just, but, like, he can make every throw on the field, like you said. Like, some of the throws he makes, he, he had some bad drops last year, too, that, you know, probably yeah. make his numbers look quite a bit better. Um, we don't know who wide receiver two is at this point. Um, we've just pretty much got Christian Kirk and Zay Jones. You've got, got Evan Ingram, ETN. Still pretty good offense, don't get me wrong. Um, you really need another wide receiver on that offense to carry the load. But I don't know, to your point. Um, I think we were all super high on that offense last year and got burned for the most part, unless you own Christian Kirk, which then he got hurt, which was a bummer. But I don't know. I don't know about Trevor Lawrence. <laughs> I, I think that entire class gets a ton of shit and, like, no one really gives Trevor Lawrence shit. And like, we're kind of getting to the point where it's time to do that. Like if he drops another stinker next year, we're like the dialogue needs to be very heard with uh, Trevor Lawrence. The, and for context, I asked that question because I pulled QBs selected in the first round. Trevor Lawrence's best season, his fantasy points per game was 17.4 fantasy points. In Stathead's like pro football databases, like whole entire database they have, out of first round quarterbacks taken, that's seventeen point four. That is the hundred and fortieth best out of one hundred and sixty five total round one seasons from QBs. Is that right? Yeah, his seventeen point four is the most points he's ever scored, like averaged per game in a season. Yeah, that that mm-hmm. is one hundred and forty out of one hundred and sixty five from QBs selected in the top five picks. Trevor Lawrence's best season, that 17.4 fantasy points per game, is currently 79th out of 96 total seasons. He he just, he already had Jordan Love have a way better year than him in fantasy. I'm not saying Jordan Love's a better quarterback. Jordan Love just put out a way better fantasy season in his first year than what Trevor Lawrence has done so far. It's like, any way you shake it, from a fantasy perspective, because Trevor had an amazing 2022 back half, and he had that great comeback. He did throw four picks, but he, play, he had that great comeback, and then he went toe-to-toe with Mahomes in Kansas City for three quarters. It's like, we know Trevor Lawrence is a good quarterback, but this Jaguars organization is kind of a hot mess, and I, what is it going to happen for fantasy? I mean, this guy, Jared Goff, had way better fantasy seasons in his first three years of his career than Trevor Lawrence had. At some point, the rubber's got to meet the road. Trevor's got to put up a 20-point season. Wow, that's... That's continuing talk to right there. It. I haven't said a single word while you guys were talking about that. And then rubber meets the road just got me fired <laughs> what are, up. What are your thoughts? What are, are you going to defend Mr. Lawrence? No, I'm not. No, I, I have, I have no way to, I think, defend him right now. It sucks because you're selling him at his all time low, like dynasty value for sure. So yeah, I guess, um, it's like, 
literally, I'm looking at the charts right now. It is his peak low <laughs> dynasty value. Um, <laughs> it's uh, like he's been is QB he eleven at the long? lowest, but he's QB ten right now. I, I, yeah, I don't know, like what what happens in the second part of his career, but he's just not a fantasy quarterback right now. From what we've seen, the seventeen points right. a game is like you're right. Like he's not even much of be- like a winning NFL quarterback though. Like you he say, said- like. 10 games. What's, he had that 10-game stretch like, in 2022. But again, rookie year Urban Meyer, throw it out. That's a complete shit show. Last year, kind of a shit show. So maybe this time next year, it's just like Lawrence got unlucky. He's incredible. He proved all the doubters wrong. But right now, if I'm going into a dynasty startup, I think people will feel the pressure to take Lawrence because it's like, I need a quarterback. Like, I desperately need a QB in this first round. Go take a stud running back. <laughs> Go take AJ Brown. Like you can build your team in a different way. You don't need to take Lawrence 14th off the board right now. It's kind of where I'm at. Yeah. No, I you can make an argument either way. Um, if you're selling, you're not getting much. Like, like you're selling in it as Superflex, you still will because you know the two QB aspect of it and exactly. you'll get some extra value there. If you're in a one QB league, selling Trevor Lawrence is are going to be a little bit harder, but yeah, two QB, I yeah. think you still get a good kind of good return for him. QBs are also just so important, but yeah, he just hasn't put it together in terms of fantasy. He's had some bright spots, but, and maybe that's the year like to Keegan's point too. Like he's a decent buy low candidate. Um, yeah. you know, he's a cheap QB still, what he's what? 24 years old. How old is he? 25. Yeah, he's still super adult, young. At, he's still super oldest. young. Um, you know, he, he so. hasn't even on the second contract yet. I just, he's a hard, he, yeah, he's a hard email right now. You could trade, like if you were trying to sell Trevor, you could sell Trevor for like Brock and a supplemental piece. You know, you could probably just flip somebody straight up Trevor and Kyler if yeah. you wanted. You know, some of those quarterbacks that are around him. Tua's cheaper and we know he has like fancy production in his kind of realm of possibilities as well. You could trade Trevor for Tua plus. You know, there are some ways to stay basically the same, maybe even improve just based off keep trade value I'm looking at at the quarterback position and add another piece. And Trevor Lawrence has a really great like draft capital name brand at the quarterback position. So I don't hate the idea of selling. Or you would you trade him for a spot to get Drake May or Jaden Daniels? That's the question. Like, would you restart the clock? Hell yeah. What? I think I'd do it. I think I'd trade Lawrence That's, for Jaden or, or Drake. I think that I'd is it. I'd such restart. a no brainer for me. Hell yeah. I'm tough, doing that. Tough question to answer until I know draft where they land, spots. where they land. Yeah. I, oh, I, no, I think I, it's a very I'm, fair point. I think I would do it for sure. I'm restarting <laughs> it. For sure. Yeah. <laughs> You're getting four more I, years at GM. Come on. You yeah. No, easy. Easy. Yeah. I'm locked it's the in the seat. Poles. Yeah. No, nope. all Bowles. right, offline. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that is going to do it for sells. We are selling Trevor Lawrence. We are selling Kyron Williams. And we are selling Mr. T. Higgins. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. We appreciate you, as always. If you have any Dynasty-related questions, drop them in the comments below. Don't forget to subscribe to this channel if you have not yet. 